Movie, movie, film, film, movie, movie, film, 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 movie, film, 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 And only posers die, you fucking idiot. And I'm Terrell. And I have to be seen green. Wouldn't be caught dead red. That's a fun quote. Right? I wish I knew what it was from. Oh, it's it's the perfect quote. It's uh, The Wiz. Ah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Is yours the movie with... I forget his name. Um, Matthew Lillard? Lillard. Lillard, yes. Yes. SLC Punk. Yes. Nice. Yes. Good, good, good catch. Nice. Uh, I spoke last week about how Half Baked was one of the couple of movies I had on my iPod video. Mm-hmm. And I watched it a bunch of times. SLC Punk was another one. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. It's I, the only other uh, punk rock movie I could think of. Right. And you went the green route. Because today, we're talking about Green Room. Yes, we are. We're talking about Green Room. Yo, okay, so we're doing Green Room. This is the second time we did something like this where we'll do like a month of like of movies of a theme and then the the following movie is like somehow related to that but different we did it with halloween uh and after uh all of halloween we did the devil wears prada oh because it was still the devil yeah and now we we did all 420 movies and now we're doing green we're doing green room oh okay yeah Okay. Uh, yeah, but we're not doing uh, stoner movies anymore. No, April's no. over. Mm-hmm. We made it. Yes, we made we it did. through April. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we're raising the stakes. Yeah, we are raising the stakes. High stakes, man. We're doing high stakes movie films. Yep. We're going to try to raise the stakes mm-hmm. every week. Yes, we are. Green Room, it's pretty high stakes. It's pretty high we're stakes. We're setting the bar pretty high. Pretty high, yeah, and it's really intense. Like, yeah, we're like... Plus, I just remembered, or I realized today, we have uh, five weeks, five Fridays in May. Ooh. So we planned out four increasingly high stake movie yeah. films. Oh, we're going to have to throw in another one? we're going to have to figure out a fifth one. Yeah. To figure out where it fits in on the stakes index. Right. <laughs> so we'll get to Green Room, but first... Yeah. Uh, been watching a lot of movies, a lot of films. Yeah. Uh, I saw Yellow Submarine for the first time. Is that Beatles related? Yeah, it's the Beatles okay. animated uh, musical mm-hmm. uh, that was released alongside, I think, Yellow Submarine. I wasn't alive at the time. But I was alive watching this because, oh, it's so wacky. It was like an adult version of Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. It's really cool that I'd seen, watched the Alice in Wonderland Disney picture for the first time the week before. Mm-hmm. And then this felt like a graduation mm-hmm. with much better music. Nice. I mean, it's, I mean, the, it's Beatles. the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. What did you watch? Uh, I watched uh, a few things. Uh, I guess I've been watching kind of intense movies to like go with the theme of the month, so I guess it kind of started a little early. Early, and I watched Repo Men, not Repo Men, Repo Man. Yes. Um, had no idea what the movie was going to be about. I actually saw Repo Men, thought mm-hmm. it was related. It's not. No, it's not. It's actually about cars. The other one, <laughs> the other one is about organs. Um, and it was a weird little eighties 
th- like not even thriller. I don't I don't know what it is exactly. Um, maybe it is a thriller, but it's really odd. Was it thrilling? It was a bit thrilling. So <laughs> there we go. You know, it's about I don't know. It's about radi- radi- radiation and aliens. I I can tell. Sounds like your kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I was I was confused, but I was into it. Cool uh, yeah. '80s practical effects. Yes. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I watched a lot of stuff this week. I'll just highlight the the master. I watched a couple masterpieces, so I'll highlight those. Ooh. I mean, I rewatched The Social Network. Okay. Yeah. It's currently on Netflix, and I don't know how many times I've seen it, but every time I see it, mm-hmm. I'm just. It's like the first time I'm just completely invested, yeah. See, just scene to scene, just um, perfect, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just every little part of it is so good, and then it comes together so well. Right. Um, yeah, that's just a great the one. social network. Yeah, maybe we, I need fan. to watch it again. I think it was on my decade list. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I can say it belonged. It belonged there. <laughs> I also watched Cape Fear for the first time. I got around to that. Scorsese. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, very different role for uh, Robert De Niro. Bobby. Uh, yeah, it was very cool to, to see him be, like, a really, like, a bad guy. Not just, like, a bad guy, but, like, a real bad guy. Like, uh, just someone you're just not rooting for at all. Um, when I was watching the movie, I thought... I thought he was like. Is he the main character? It's like he's 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 co-billed with um, Nick Nolte. It's like him and Nick Nolte mm-hmm. are like like head to head, and I thought Nick Nolte was gonna be like the good guy that did something bad, and then like now like the consequences like this guy coming after him. But no, Robert De Niro was just he was he was just a bad guy. He was just bad, and he was bad from start to finish. And uh, it was really good to see Jessica, uh, young Jessica Lange. Mm. You know, I got I'm a fan of hers, but I didn't I, I didn't really know who she was until uh, American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. So it was good to see her like in her prime, killing it. Cape Fear. Cape Fear. Um, just today I watched Twelve Angry Men, the mm-hmm. 1957 one, black nice. and white. I've uh, spoken before about how. I have a hard time going back and watching old movies, but uh-huh. I've been like trying. Yeah, I guess because I'm watching so much movies, so right. many movies and films lately, I'm mm-hmm. just pushing myself a little bit, and right. uh, so far paying off. Nice. Sydney I mean, Lumet uh, directed it. Mm-hmm. I'd only seen, I think, Dog Day Afternoon and uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen anything else he had done. This was his first movie. And it takes place all in one room, essentially. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. Okay. I saw the... I feel like it was made for TV, and it had, like, Tony Danza in it. Mm-hmm. That was the one I saw. So, just the way that it kept me invested being a movie from 1957 in black and white, which is uh, has its artistic merits, but definitely a little harder to visually get into sometimes mm-hmm. um the only actor i knew from it is uh henry fonda and i only know him because i just watched easy rider uh last mm-hmm. week um fonda so there's nothing to to hang on to except for just the filmmaking and the the storytelling and it was 
Yeah, so good. So good. <laughs> I see why it's considered yeah. a classic. Yeah, it's intense, right? It's just yeah. like they're all just battling each other. Well, there's one person that's just like, no, I, I, I'm actually not going to go with that. And then he changes everyone's mind. Right. Yeah. It's a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh man! Now that you're into old movies, we need to watch some old movies together. Like, I'm not trying to drown myself in old movies. <laughs> we can watch a few, but I'm uh putting myself out there. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, I watched They Live for the they first live. time. Yeah. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I enjoyed it. It's it's fairly simple. It's a fairly yeah. like simple movie, and it's kind of my my only like great with it is like it's so small i think the concept is a lot cooler than the movie is the concept yeah is really cool they could have gone john carpenter could have gone a lot bigger mm-hmm. with it but i mean and he also had a star that wasn't an actor right and so you can tell because they didn't give him a lot of dialogue he was just kind of quiet drifter who at when he got to that point in the movie started kicking ass and so that was cool and then Keith Davidson it also really cool. Um but yeah like the the whole idea of like these 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 aliens coming to earth disguising themselves and like brainwashing us to like pretty much be asleep and just be consumers is like a really cool concept. And uh the 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 look of the aliens was actually really cool as well. Yeah. Yeah. Obey. Obey. <laughs> Rate and subscribe <laughs> our podcast. Yes. <laughs> Um, the last thing I'll talk about is a documentary, a nature documentary, mm-hmm. also streaming on Netflix called Terra. Um, planet Earth and like the planet Earth offshoots are really the only nature documentaries mm-hmm. I have seen before. And they're, I've realized watching this that they have a very specific kind of storytelling, the way they uh, narrativize uh nature and animals Mm -hmm. so this was a completely different perspective but also with just incredible uh photography right and just breathtaking captures like a lot of a lot of um time lapse Mm -hmm. with the plants that like grow themselves so this uh this documentary like traces humanity or just life from uh bacteria to human to humans mm-hmm. and then like going through how nature has to cooperate with itself mm-hmm. and how humans have kind of removed ourselves from all other forms of living of life right. on this earth we just dominate it and uh, destroy it yeah and uh it's not a feel good nature documentary yeah but uh just me watching it there a couple times i was just like oh wow wow and like oh my god just verbally um just so engaged with it Uh, or kind of had a spiritual experience watching it yeah Yeah. you almost left the house and went into the woods i watched it right after 12 angry men so i was stuck in that room (laughs) right (laughs) i watched that and then i was like i need nature and wrong nature I needed nature, you but needed, uh, uh, nature doesn't need me. Right, I'll say exactly. that. <laughs> Sorry, nature. <laughs> um, all right, lastly, I'll talk about... Uh, I watched, I'll finally watch Searching. 
Uh, yes. And woo, <laughs> that was intense. Uh, that was really good. Uh, it like had me by my neck the whole time. Another like uh, anti nature documentary because it all takes place on a computer screen. Yeah, which is just like another very interesting concept that was executed very well to have yeah. it like all be on screen because you it's tough. you go yeah you go like okay so this is about a missing persons and eventually you have. To, like, step away from the computer screen. Right. They found a way to do that. They, they make good excuses. They make good excuses. Yeah. And then once it steps away from the computer screen, it still stays a screen because it's, like, a TV screen, right? It's just a It's news the news screen, right? yeah. Yeah. So, uh... I enjoyed it, and yeah. I probably shouldn't have watched it before I went to bed because it, like, stayed on my head, mm-hmm. and I was just, like... I... I, I, I I was probably thinking about it like all night, even like even when I was asleep, and then when I woke up, it was still in my head. Like it's like one of those, yeah. and it's creepy. It's creepy. It's real creepy. It's creepy, and it's really good, and it's worrisome. And uh, I'm a big fan of John Cho, so mm-hmm. anything John Cho is just like yeah, 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 yeah. I dro- I dropped a few tears watching that movie. Mm. I was just like ooh. I was kind of scared. The movie scared me at certain points. It's scary. It's scary. I was like, I was kind of scared to like find out what was going to happen next. I was like really worried, but it ended pretty, pretty nicely. So yeah. I won't spoil it. I feel like that's a spoil. I won't say anymore, but yeah, it, yeah I felt, I felt good afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could have destroyed me. <laughs> yeah. Have you been like weird about being on technology? Like no, not yet. Just thinking about like, <laughs> okay. It's been less than twenty four hours. Well, uh, let's talk about a movie film with uh, very little technology. Yes. Let's talk about Green Room. Okay, I'm with the Eight Rights from Washington D.C. You guys are hard to find. Why no social media presence? The music is shared live. It's time and aggression. You gotta be there. Sorry guys, we gotta clear up. You follow me? And then it's over. Holy shit. I told you to follow me. Stop! You can't keep us here. You gotta let us go. We're not keeping you. You're just staying. We're so fucking dead, guys. What do we do? Oh, shit. This will be over soon, gentlemen. What are they doing? They're coming. gotta go and we die how long can we wait for sure that is is that a pep talk just grab some shit get ready to run here we go i see the bad horizon i see trouble You breathing? Blood and bleed. 
careful now. I can't die here. So don't. It's fucking hard, man. Green Room is a 2015 American horror thriller written and directed by Jeremy Solonier. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter who produced it. It stars Anton Yelkin, yes. Emojin Poots, whose mm-hmm. name I will make an excuse to say many times on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, just say Poots. You, you refer to her as Poots from here on out. And uh, Patrick Stewart. Yes. The film focuses on a punk band who find themselves attacked by neo-Nazi skinheads Mm -hmm. after witnessing a murder at a remote club in the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. This movie's so punk rock. It's very punk rock. (laughs) It's really cool. Uh, I saw this in the theater after seeing Blue Ruin, uh, an earlier movie by Jeremy Mm Salinger. And that movie had uh, very little dialogue, Mm -hmm. but was just super tense and at times very violent. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was kind of expecting a similar thing, but this has, it's it's a loud movie. It's a loud movie, still violent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it's a different tune. (laughs) Yay. I think I watched this movie because of Anthony. Hmm. I I I think I'm not sure, but I feel like I watched it with him, um, and I knew about it, but I don't know. I didn't go see it in the theater for whatever reason, but we watched it, and I really enjoyed it, and I just thought it was really cool to see Patrick Stewart be the villain that yeah, he was in, in this movie. In a- like a slasher. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, this is really Sir cool. Sir Patrick because, Stewart, um, yeah. He's usually like the good guy, you know, the nice guy. He's like Star Trek. And, yeah. Um, we see him as Picard and uh, yeah. Dr. X. Yeah. Mag- uh, I was going to say Magneto, but yeah, Professor X. Professor X. Yeah, Professor X. PhD. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I love when, when actors do that, when they can just switch it up like that. And he is really good in this role. Yeah, he's a uh, he's scary. Yeah, he's scary, and he's very yeah in control of the whole thing. And I'm a I'm a fan of Anton Yelkin. Me too. R.I.P. Was a fan. Yeah, he uh, died very young. Yeah, in a freak accident. Very promising uh, career, and yeah. has a yeah has a good, of great. You know what uh, I mean? He left behind already. some some good some good. He was work. in the the new Star Treks. Speaking of... Yeah, he was in all three. He made it to all three. Yeah, he was the new uh, Chekhov, right? Yeah. With his little Russian accent. Yeah. (laughs) What is it? Chekhov Scotty? Or... No, Scotty was... uh, Who's Scotty? Scotty Simon Pegg's character. Oh, right. Okay. You're right. Um, But yeah, Anton Yelkin, I think since Alpha Dog, I've been like always looking out for whatever he does next. And um, also Aaliyah Shawkat, who is most famous for being maybe on Arrested Development. Yes. Yeah. Also, I highly recommend the show Search Party that she's in. That's more green is that show still on Arrested Development. I think there's going to be a third season. Okay. I hope. Uh, so, yeah, Green Room. Green Room. 
Green Room starts uh, with a close-up on our main character, Pat, played mm-hmm. by Anton Yelkin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's waking up. Mm-hmm. And then we see a little bit, we get to see that he's been sleeping in a van. Yeah. And then we zoom out even more and we see the van is in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> yeah. It's just mold all over that grass. I mean, that, that corn is all knocked over. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty punk rock right from the start. Yeah. It's like five of them sleeping in a van. Uh, four? Four. Right? Four. You're right. Yeah, four. we got Pat, Sam, Reese, and, and Tiger. Tiger. And they're the members of a punk band called the Ain't Rights. The Ain't Rights. Uh, we find out that they can't really get out of the cornfield because... They don't have they gas. They have no gas. Yeah. And so they have to siphon gas. They have to go steal gas from a, a, a skating rink. Yeah. We yeah. learn that there's only one cell phone between the four of them. Yeah. And they use it to look up a skating rink that's nearby. Mm-hmm. I like the exchange of dialogue where they they wonder, are they... Uh, Rollerblader, roller skaters, or hockey skaters, because hockey skaters are tougher. Yeah. Like, they know going into it, there's a good chance they're going to get their asses kicked yeah. for siphoning gas. Mm-hmm. And also, before. it plays in later with, like, you know, what, the ki- scene, what kind yeah. of scene they were is creating. the gig at. Yeah. Right. What kind of skating is it? Wink, mm-hmm. wink. Yeah. Have you ever siphoned gas before? No. <laughs> Me neither. I've never had to Movies make do it, it look so unappealing. Yeah. It's like whenever someone does you, it, they always get, get gas. Well, yeah, you mouth. have to get gasoline in your throat yeah. pretty much. Uh, I don't know why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> no. Listeners, if you've ever siphoned gas before, please message us at Movie Film Pod. Yes. Uh, tell yeah. us that story. I want yeah. to hear it. Uh, if you have to siphon gas, this is probably a fun story. It's probably a wild story. Yeah, I like the shot of um, Pat and Sam on the bike mm-hmm. on the way to and fro the skating rink because they don't get their asses kicked. It works yep. out. Yeah. Uh, they're able to get on the road Mm -hmm. and then we have one of my favorite shots in horror movies and i want to say it comes back to the shining but there might be a horror movie from before then interesting but it's that shot early on in a horror movie where you just see a car on a road Uh and it's like the bird's eye view Mm -hmm. and you see the trees and it's like they're going somewhere they're going somewhere (laughs) it's not gonna be good uh anyway uh, yeah yeah so I love I like that uh, Green Room has one of those shots. Uh, then they arrive mm-hmm. to uh, Tad's apartment. Yeah, Tad is gonna host them for the night. Yeah, they're in. Um, I don't know where they are. Maybe Seattle. Uh, yeah, they're definitely in Washington. Okay. Yeah. Washington uh, State. So Tad's a, a punk. He's yeah. Got a leather jacket and, and a mohawk. A spiky mohawk. Yeah. Um, he just tosses them the keys and then like has to go to work. Yeah. Uh, but you see, they have like a little punk network mm-hmm. of uh, crashing at punks places. Yeah, they're 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 on tour and they're poor. Yeah, they make themselves at home in in Tad's apartment. Yeah. Uh, they put on a record. We get like. Three seconds of a punk song. I love it. It's like one, two, three, four, and then it's the next. Yeah, song. it's the count. It's literally the countdown, and yeah. then a hard cut to the static on the record, kind of mm-hmm. like in a serious man after they get high. Mm-hmm. 
Um, a lot of punk records are really short too. They're just like yeah. a quick burst of energy and then they're over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I just like that. I don't know if using the music or the record as a way to delineate time mm-hmm. that time has passed. Cause now we cut and it's just the static on the record mm-hmm. and it's the morning. Yeah. Uh, Pat was the first one to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Tad is just like, you were the first one to fall asleep. Right. And then he goes, look, looks in the mirror and there's like marker all over his face. that he has to wash off. Yeah. Vi- yeah. Visible proof that he yes. was. <laughs> in fact, the first one. Uh, they're, they're just such punks. <laughs> uh, Tad's home. Mm-hmm. And we find out that he has a radio show. Yeah. He's interviewing the eight rights for his radio show. I guess that was a part of the exchange. You can mm-hmm. stay at my place if I can get you on my college radio show. Right. Uh, but the issue is, what's the issue? Like the issue is like the show has been canceled or the, not the show, the, his show, like his, uh, whatever he's doing the interview for is like different now. Yeah. The, their gig was canceled, but Tad knows about another show. Okay. Uh, in this interview though, uh, we learn a little bit about. The, the band, the character of the Ain't Rights. And yeah. that's, um, they have no social media presence. Yeah. And like, they're very, uh, like, and, ha- happy to report that they don't. Yeah. They're anti digital. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what they say. They're anti digital. They think that music is an experience that you get live, and then once it's over, it's over. You know, so pretty much they have no hope of ever getting enough money to even buy their own gasoline. <laughs> yeah, um, they're like no one likes to starve, but they're pure. Mm-hmm. They're pure to the art that they do, yeah. and that comes at a cost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then Tad asks like the the fun question. Yeah, what's your desert island band if you can only listen to one band? Yeah. Uh, no one actually life. answers at this point, right? No, we get we get a couple. Okay. Uh, the Misfits. Mm-hmm. Someone says. Uh, someone says Poison. Mm-hmm. Someone jokes Britney Spears. Because I feel like they they also but Pat give, doesn't answer. Yeah, Pat doesn't answer. But I also feel like they give different answers later on. They do. They, yeah. They, okay. So it's, it's a thing that comes back. Okay. Uh, they get less uh, less rock. Like, their yeah. choices are less, like, hardcore and more, like... Um, they, they soften up. Yeah, the they course. soften up. Yeah. Um, then they have the gig at the, re- the Mexican restaurant, which it seems like no one at this restaurant expected there to be punk music. Yeah, it's, like, middle of the day. It's, like, a dive. They're Instead all, of like, a dive trying their bar, best it's to like ignore a dive it. Diner. <laughs> yeah. And, um... It's a low paying gig, like really low. Mm-hmm. Like they get six dollars a piece. Yep. <laughs> That's all they get. So they're gonna need something more. Yeah. Uh Tad has a cousin who uh works at a place they can get uh three hundred and fifty dollars if they play. Yeah. The Tad only thing is that all. it's uh it's a skin it's a skin bar. It's a skinhead bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're uh, they're gonna be opening for a, a known uh, Nazi black metal band Cowcatcher, mm-hmm. which uh, is a thing. In the it's a real, scene. it's a real band. Yeah. Oh no, not the band, okay, but, but uh, Nazi Nazi bands Nazis invading punk. Yeah, and uh, which is weird because punk is like so anti-Nazi in itself, right? 
Yeah. Uh, but Nazi black metal is definitely a, unfortunately a, a genre. Yeah. But money's money, I guess. Uh, yeah. They just like, we just have to play, right? We'll That's go it. go in and out. Play the be music, cool. get the money. Yeah. He's like, yeah, like play, play your earlier stuff. Play the heavy stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What he says uh, when when um, someone asks Dad about the politics of the place specifically, he says, well, they're right wing. Technically ultra left. Ultra left. <laughs> but not affiliated. Right. Is what he says. He pretty much is just yeah, like it's, uh, a National avoid. socialism is Nazi. So yeah. they're right wing, but technically ultra left. Yeah. <laughs> um, not affiliated, though. Can't be pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tad even draws up a flyer, so it's it's official. Yeah, and they're back on the road. Back on the road, uh, we meet cousin cousin Daniel. Yeah. Cousin Dan. Yeah, they say you're Tad's cousin Dan, right? And he says Daniel. <laughs> yeah, the whole name. Everyone's yeah, everyone at this place is full Christian names, and they're all assholes. Yeah, yeah, because who, who would have thunk a bunch of Nazis would be assholes? <laughs> Yeah, who who Dan like gives somebody like problems right away? They're very is unwelcoming. It, is it like not? It's probably not Reese. It's probably like Tiger or someone. Um, the Marquis says the aren't rights, even though their their names the ain't rights. Yeah, <laughs> and they're just like yeah, whatever. Okay, let's just go in there. Yep, and they're uh, led into the green room, the titular green room, mm-hmm, by Gabe. Gabe lets them in. Yes, and uh, green room's got a big Confederate flag. Yeah, just some uh, some place setting. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not in there for long before uh, Pat is just like, "I got a stupid idea," mm-hmm. and then it cuts to them being on stage. Yep, and they get to see what their stupid idea is. Yeah. But it's awesome. Yeah, you can see that Pat is, like, kind of scared. Mm-hmm. But then Sam is like, it was your idea. <laughs> and so they do it. And they do, one, two, three, four. Yeah, the and song lyrics are, uh, Nazi punks, Nazi punks, Nazi punks. Fuck, fuck off! <laughs> yeah, it's a great, it's a great idea. Uh, singing and, that to a bunch of Nazi punks. Yeah, and they're, they are visibly upset, not happy. They're, they start throwing things at the stage. Some people are leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's a punk, it's a punk song. It's really quick. It's like not even two minutes. Right. Before they they go to the next song. They go to the next song. Uh, we hear just like five seconds of that, and then the the sound uh, drowns out, and uh, we get some slow motion uh, moments of uh, characters moshing to the music. And yeah, characters playing. The subtitle says classical music, so they're moshing, mosh pitting to. Yeah, we don't hear music. the music of the Ain't Rights. We hear the score of yeah. Green Room, mm-hmm. which is a, a slow kind of reflective. Yeah. So yeah, they're vibing out. They they forgot about the first song and now they're just mosh pitting. Have you ever been in a mosh pit before? Yeah. You have? I always wanted to get into one. It's a I mess. It's a mess, right? Also to think of uh, moshing right now is <laughs> would be <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it would be ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of energy. Yeah. I haven't been in a mosh pit with uh, a bunch of Nazi punks though. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure they're Only they're just couple, punching, probably. kicking, stomping each other. <sighs> um, they get back to the green room. Yeah, 
Um, they're pretty. They're, they're actually they're about to leave. Right? No, they don't go back to the green room. Yeah, no, they? they're in the they, hallway. They go to the hallway and to uh, receive their their earnings. Yeah, and their stuff is already packed out. The only thing they ha- have to go in the green room for is uh, Sam's phone. The phone. Yeah, yeah. and uh, who goes? Pat. Pat goes in there. Uh, Pat decides to go in to get it. Yeah. And he should not have. He should not have. This is when <laughs> the movie could have been over. Yeah, said, this is this is when the turn happens. The music gets real intense because he works. He walks in on a on a murder. Yeah, body on the floor. A girl with a knife in her head. Knife in her head. Yeah, it's like the girl with the dragon tattoo, but the and girl big with the knife. Justin, who we have not mentioned yet. Yeah, he's a. Uh, a big guy. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. Uh, he's Justin. the one that, that paid them off and said, don't go back there. Yeah. Is mad that they went back there. Yeah. Um, Pat's got the phone. Mm-hmm. So his first instinct is call the police. Yeah. But uh, Gabe and big Justin confiscate the phone. Yeah, they get the phone, hang up. And they hold him captive. Yeah. They said, we're not holding you captive. You're just staying. Mm-hmm. Right? And so... The cops call back because when you call 911, that's what happens. Um, and so he reports a stabbing, mm-hmm. right, and leaves the room. So now they're stuck in the room with Big Justin and this character named Worm. Yeah, the, uh, a member of the band Cowcatcher. Um, also, Isn't that just a terrible band name. Cowcatcher. Also in the room is uh, Poots' character. Uh, what's her name? Amber. Her name's Amber, but I'm going to be calling her Mojin Poots because... Uh, you just want to say the whole name, Mojin Poots. It's just a, a beautiful name. <laughs> Mojin Poots is there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Rocking a mullet. She was Emily's friend. Emily is the body with the knife in yes. her head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam suggests that maybe Emily's not dead. So, uh, Worm, the cowcatcher guy, <laughs> he just pulls, he just grabs the knife and drags her by the knife. He's in her dragging head. the body around the ground. Yeah. It's, uh, horrible. Yeah. It's just horrible. Yeah, just to show, like, the type of guy that he is. But, um, but yeah, she's dead. Yes, yeah, she's dead. He pulls the knife out and blood starts leaking out into the carpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, while they're stuck in this. A horrible situation. We cut back to Gabe, who is trying to figure out what to do now that the game rights witness this, now that there's a body. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know the police are on the way. Yeah. This is smart. This is really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're planned. Yeah, they you have a, a group of guys that will do anything for you, and so you, you call them to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he reported a stabbing, so now he has to create a stabbing. Yes. Yes. He, he uh, gets... The twins, yeah, two uh, young skinhead. They're they're under eighteen. Yes, uh, so they won't won't be uh, penalized as adults. Also gives them a small enough blade so that it's not a felony. Right. Mm-hmm. They're smart. Yeah. Uh, they get one to stab the other, mm-hmm. and right outside. So when the cops pull up, he says, "Here's the guys. Here's mm-hmm. the knife." The cops are none the wiser. Yeah. The cops got there, but they needed, and, and, and the cops leave. Yeah. Our our guys are still left in the room, though. Yeah, they're they're told that the cops are on the way. Yeah. Uh, and then Darcy comes to work. Darcy yeah. is uh portrayed by Sir Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and we just get the back of his head. We don't get. We don't even see his yep. face yet. You just see yep. that bald it's the, head. It's the tracking yeah, shot in the back of his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our finest. But it makes sense that he would be like a. I'm not saying Patrick Stewart is a skinhead, but like. He's he's bald. He's bald. He's <laughs> like, bald. He didn't have to really change his appearance for this. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a good like uh, Marcellus Wallace moment where the the like the bad guy is uh, introduced just from the back of their head in the beginning, just to establish the presence. Yeah. Um, the power mm-hmm. that he wields. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he he's also like. Very articulate. So he's not what you think of when you think of like, I guess, like uh, even what what we've been shown so far as far as like the the Nazis go. Mm -hmm. He's like different. He's mature. He's older and he's eloquent. He's got glasses. He's got glasses. He's an educated man who chooses to live the life that he does. Yeah, he's probably read Mein Kampf numerous times. Yeah. It's It's a short book, so. Uh, Big Justin pulls a gun out. Yeah. So that's not good. Yeah, he's taking control of the room. So now they are being held hostage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Darcy and Gabe are still outside mm-hmm. the venue. They're going through the Ain't Rights van. And yeah. Gabe's bringing Darcy up to speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're looking around for, like, how to, how how to, to ha- handle yeah, it. How to ha- yeah. They're how trying to, to learn what they can about these these people yeah i i really like the way this movie moves and like how it doesn't tell you no they're but they're they're planning things are moving around our characters right and it's moving fast Mm -hmm. right these they they are in trouble they are in danger um so yeah and they're they're trying to figure out exactly who knows that they're here and where they're going right yeah so that they can contain everything yeah, going through the Ain't Rights Van, they find the hose mm-hmm. and the uh, gas uh, bucket. Mm-hmm. What's that called? I don't know. Uh, and they decide, okay, this will be good. Yeah. This can help us stage something yeah. later on. And uh, Darcy gets Gabe to write up a list of all the names of who's aware of the the worm situation. Right. Um, and also who's aware that, um, the aren't rights, the ain't rights, um, are here. It's a lot of people. It was 84 plus people in the bar. True. Yes. Um, meanwhile, in the green room, the ain't rights managed to take down big Justin. Yeah. And um, they get his pistol. Yeah. Pretty much he gives it to them, right? Darcy is talking to them through the door and it's just like, you know, um, He's trying to make them feel comfortable. Um, and so he's like, give them the gun. Um, Justin doesn't want to, but then he's like, okay, well then just take out the bullets and give them the gun. So they, they get the gun without the bullets, but they still won't open the door. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually they get the bullets. Yeah. Yeah. And take control of the situation. They also uh, search Justin mm-hmm. and they find a box cutter. Yes. Uh only after uh, Pat makes him uh, turn turn out his pockets. Yeah. Because he hid the box cutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of cute after he, he does that. I think uh, Sam's like, good, that was a good idea. That was a good idea. <laughs> like, they're, yeah. they're supportive. He also, also um, had a phone. 
had a flip phone. Right. And he breaks it right away. He, uh, yeah, very quickly snaps it in He half. goes, oops, sorry. Um, and the lights go out. This was uh, part of Darcy's plan to get all the uh, concert attendees out of there. Yeah, they're already planning. They already, they're, well, they don't see it, but they're talking about dogs, mm-hmm. attack dogs, and they're also talking about uh, calling in the red uh, straps. Uh, the, the red, red laces. Red laces. Red they, laces. They all wear these boots. And yeah. The, uh, the, the esteemed Nazis yeah, the get esteemed, red laces. Yeah. Once you've proven yourself, you move up to the, mm-hmm. to the, to that level. Yeah. Yeah, the... There's a lot of like talking and planning, but the way it's done, they don't, they don't let the viewer in on what their master plan is until mm-hmm. it's like already in motion. Yeah. Uh, but you just get bits and pieces, and it's just escalating, and you know it's not going to be. It's good, not going to be good. It yeah. Is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so tense. Um, Imogen Poots coming to the rescue. Yeah. When in darkness, she pulls out a lighter. Mm-hmm. Poots turns on. It was a pretty cool, little cool scene, and she's so calm and cool. Well, and in her, perf- she's in got her a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> that'll calm her down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's such an interesting element in this because the Ain't Rights have Justin now mm-hmm. uh, in their captivity, mm-hmm. um, but then there's still. This girl, there's Poots. Poots is present. Yeah, they don't really know what to do with her. She's not a threat, but she, they don't know her. So Mm -hmm. they're not um, including her in the group decisions or whatever that's happening. Up until now, they weren't listening to her when she was saying, we got to like fucking shoot them and just get out of here. Yeah, Um, Yeah. they didn't want to do that. But now she turns on the lights for them and maybe her her use is uh, starting to be recognized by some of the ain't rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat in particular seems to warm up to her. Yeah. I think it's important that they create that uh, relationship mm-hmm. between those two. Um, so Darcy gets the club empty. Yeah. He uh, faked the tech issues. He said, come back next week. Yeah. Uh, free beer for two to five. Yeah. And they love it. The crowd is like, yeah. Yep. Um, so now he goes back to the door. Yeah, more uh, negotiating. Yeah. Trying to get the the gun out of the picture. Yeah, he tells them that the gun is unregistered and he wants to remove it from the situation. Listen, the cops came already, Mm -hmm. but they left. Yeah. Uh, We didn't want to bring the the gun into the situation because it's unregistered. Yeah. And they're like, that's what we're worried about, man. And so they won't open the door without the cops. And he's just like, well, the cops already left. Mm-hmm. And that's their answer right there. It's like, the cops left. They're not coming back. He doesn't say it, but it's implied. Right. And they pick that up. Um, But they only have one gun. Mm-hmm. And they say, hey, we have a gun. And he's like, hey, we got, we got plenty more than just one gun. So yeah. they're kind of painted in a corner here. Uh, they decide to uh, hand over the gun. Yeah, they're going to comply. Uh, just get the gun out and then we can all just calm down. Mm-hmm. But go on gonna... our way. You never saw anything. You weren't mm-hmm. here. They're going to keep the bullets, though. Mm-hmm. That seems fair. That seems fair. Uh, to Darcy. Uh, it's a trap. Uh, it's a trap. It is a trap. Um, 
they go to open the door, and uh, Emotion Poots is looking. Um, What's Poots doing? She's looking. <laughs> she's looking out. Out. She. She's able to see through the door. There's a little um, like vent. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say at the bottom of the door where she can just see their feet. Yes. And so the door starts to like turn oh, slowly, it's so and then as the door turns, she she can see more more boots. Yep. And so she's like, "It's a trap," but it's too late. It's too late. Pat's got the gun out. With yeah. his hand. And they, they've grabbed and his hand. they've got machetes. Yes. Ooh. Yes. And so they start... Started, hacking at his hand. Yeah, they at hack his at his hand. They don't hack it off. Nope. Um, so he pulls <laughs> that's it... That's the good news. That's the good news. Um, they pull it back and he has just like three giant gashes in his arm. Yeah. Yeah. And so our first injury is there. And now they know the seriousness right, of the from, situation. From Emily, the... Yeah. the body that's yeah. that's been in the room. <laughs> yeah, the first of our of our of our, uh, of our punk band. Yeah, um, Big Justin takes his opportunity to uh, go into attack mode, but yeah, Reese, up, yeah, Reese has him in a in an armbar. Yeah, chokes him into unconsciousness, breaks his arm. Yeah, uh, he like gets Big Justin unconscious, but then Big Justin comes back. Yeah, into consciousness. Mm-hmm. But then they kill Big Justin. Yeah. <laughs> they kill him. Um, and Reese has kind of been like the tough one of the group so far. Yeah. But he just killed someone. So you can see that facade break and him come to that realization of, oh, man, I just killed someone. Like, yeah, I just took what, a What life. did I do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the band is looking for a way out. Any way out. Yeah. And they see... Uh, in the floorboards, in the cracks in the floorboards, there's light emanating. They think it's daylight. They think it's daylight. So they smash through the floorboards. Mm-hmm. But it's just um, an underground drug lab. Yeah. It's a drug, drug basement. Yeah. And uh, what they saw was fluorescent lights. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we kind of see why uh, Darcy and the gang... <laughs> <laughs> uh, are pretty sensitive about not wanting the police anywhere near their uh, operation, their venue, because it's yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a whole operation. It's not just a bar. Yeah, the only useful thing they get out of that lab is duct tape. <laughs> yeah, they're about to give up on because there's no way out. There's a there's a door or a like a a vault, not a vault. Oh uh, yeah, what a is hatch, that? A hatch. There we but go. it's locked from the outside, mm-hmm. so there's no hope. But yeah. then. Uh, I think Tiger grabs the the duct tape. Yeah, and they use it to uh, they use it as a tourniquet. Yeah, they tape they tape his whole arm. The only thing That's I can punk rock. Yeah, it's punk rock. <laughs> but the only thing I can think about is when it's like time to take it off and like oh. it's like yeah yeah because yeah mm. the pain <laughs> the the pulling of skin. Uh, now uh, Pat tells his paintball story. Uh, he says, what we got to do here is treat it like paintball. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't make much sense because he doesn't get to finish the story. No, he starts talking about how they were playing paintball against uh, some, Marines. some ex-Marines. Yeah. Uh, and they were getting their asses handed to them. Yeah. Um, but then he's cut off. Yeah. 
And Poots is like, was that supposed to be a pep talk? Yeah. But he's kind of out of it. He's just like, uh. And so everyone is like grabbing weapons because what they're going to do yeah, now. They're getting ready. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna leave the green room. Um, and Pat, <laughs> Pat is just like, no, nah, I'm just run for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and right before they uh, go for it, Sam blurts out, fuck it. Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, we start getting those real answers. Yeah, going back to the Desert Island band. Yeah, Prince Uh, says... Someone uh, says Prince. Yeah, Uh, Tiger (laughs) says Prince. Yeah. And then uh, another one else says... uh, Someone says Madonna and Slayer. Yeah. Was that... um, I think it was actually uh, Poots that says it. Maybe, yeah. Pat still has no answer. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Um, so as who soon, let the dogs out? Yeah, who let the dogs out? As soon as they get out, I mean, there's a short moment when they're outside and like no one's there and it's very quiet, mm-hmm. and then you hear the dog. Yep. Um, and no time is wasted before um someone is killed. Tiger. Uh, yeah, tiger. Dogs kill poor, tiger. Poor tiger. Um, gets his neck bit. Now these aren't any old dogs. These are uh attack dogs yeah. that uh respond. They take their commands in German. Mm-hmm. So we get... Uh, Fasid? Yeah, what's the... Uh, I think Fasid is by... The dog the dog handler. Clark. Clark's the dog guy. Mm-hmm. He's yelling, Fasid! Fasid! Mm-hmm. I'm just like... Uh, it's intense. It's in, Yeah, it gets really intense really quickly. And um, you have hope for these characters. And then they just start going left and right. Um, so Tiger's down... And so they split up. Yeah. Right? And Sam. This is, this is another smart move. Huh? Of what they do to get the dogs away. Yeah. Um, they split up and Reese gets outside. Right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as he gets outside, he's hacked. He's caught. He gets um, out the window, but they use the machetes. Yeah, they, they chop him up real quick. Bye so, bye, Reese. So that's two down. Mm-hmm. Two down already. We're left with three. Right? Yeah, we so, got Sam. Amber, Poots. Poots. And Pat. And Pat. Poots and Pat and Sam. Yeah. And um, so they, they go back they to the room. They have a creative way out, though. They use the feedback from the mics to stave off the dogs. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah, Poots was, uh, her ankle got bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the feedback is what drives the dogs off. Right. And so they go it's back to the cool. green room. Uh, it's amazing how many times they just go back to the green room in this movie. It's, uh,. Yeah, it's safe. Yeah, it's safe there. It's safe there for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the it's the headquarters. Uh, now Daniel comes back into the picture. Daniel, uh, Tad's cousin. Yeah. Uh, he uh, is sent in by Darcy. Yeah. Uh, they tell him that um they yeah. killed the the girl. They killed Emily. Yeah. They killed Emily. Right, mm-hmm. so now he's very upset, and he's just like, "Well, send me in; I'll handle it." Mm-hmm. But he gets in, and he does not handle it. No, no, they uh, Amber is able to talk to him and tell him like, "Worm did it." What did they tell you? You know, and so they're able to talk. Um, Daniel went in there with another Nazi, right? Um, and he he sends him out, mm-hmm. so he's able to go back to Darcy and just be like, "They're talking," right? Which we find good. out that Daniel had a plan. Yeah. With Emily. Yeah. We find out a little more about uh, what happened. 
Yeah. He was going to be escaping with yeah. Emily. Yeah. They were going to run away. They had... um, And that's what Ted said at the beginning. He was like, my cousin and his girl are going to crash here. So I got to clean up. Right. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't know what he was escaping from. So and yeah, now we he's see. not... Uh, He's not fully committed to the uh, the mission yeah. of the Nazis, mm-hmm. so he's uh, not not killing the ain't rights. Yeah, I love when when he like breaks into the room when he gets into the room. Sam, she like well one she hoses him down with the fire extinguisher, right. but then like she immediately leaves the room like <laughs> she goes into the hole and she's the only one that does it. <laughs> They both stay up there, and she's gone. She's out. Yeah. She's wasting no time. She's like, I already seen this, and I'm not staying. No, but uh, now they got Daniel. They got another person, and they got they got kind of an inside man, someone who knows uh, what to do. So uh, yeah, he's gonna get them Daniel. Out. They get he leads them out back into the club uh, yeah. behind the bar. There's a shotgun, mm-hmm. and uh, Daniel can get us out because he he's the only person that knows exactly where the. And then Daniel shot. Yeah, in like <laughs> no time, just like interrupted mid sentence gunshot to the head. He says, "Because I know where we keep the pow, <laughs> bam." Yeah, and then now he's down, and uh, the dogs back. They run outside. They have a gun, right? They have the gun, the fire extinguisher, and and all that stuff. Sam actually is holding the gun. Uh, when they get outside, there's another attack dog. Um, none of them are professional gun shooters, nope. so she's a bad shot. She n- nicks the dog, mm-hmm. but it's not enough. The dog gets her, takes out Sam. Goodbye, Sam. Uh, I just want to say... Poots also gets shot as well. Poots. Poots. She gets shot. Poots. Uh, before we uh, say goodbye to Sam, mm-hmm. uh, this is the... I think the the only like horror movie I've seen uh, Aaliyah Shawkat in. Mm-hmm. I I I was really sad to see her go because yeah. because I have a connection to her from her outside work, but also I think it's her eyes. She has very large eyes mm-hmm. that can communicate a, a depth of feeling, and mm-hmm. um, I think she's well suited for the material. Yeah, just want to shout out Aaliyah. Okay. <laughs> And big-eyed actresses, eye actors, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I mean, I just had to see her. I just had to see everyone go. I didn't want yeah. anyone to die. I mean, they were just. I didn't really care about Reese dying so quick. Yeah, you say I didn't really care about Reese. Honestly, <laughs> I couldn't really tell the difference between Reese and Tiger. So. Well, Reese was a tough one, and right. and Tiger was like, he was nice. He was chill. He was, yeah, yeah. All right, and so, he had green so hair. So now it's just Poots and Pat. Pat and Poots. Yeah. Uh, Amber and Pat uh, go back to the green room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, they do keep going back. And yeah, they go back to, to the green room. I wrote in my notes, back to the green room for Pat and Amber. <laughs> yeah, it's, all, it's the only place they have. And they are wiped out. And yeah. they should be panicking. They even yeah. say, should we be panicking? Yeah. But they're just sitting on the couch, slumped over. Yeah. And it's kind of like they're both it's injured. April again, and they're in a stoner movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they're just uh, pooped. They're pooped. Poots is pooped. Poots is pooped. Poots She's been shot in the thigh. He's bleeding out from like being cho- his arm being chopped yeah. up. Yeah, he asks, should Energy we be slow. panicking? And she just says, 
I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. Which I've never been in a horrifying, violent life or death scenario, but it feels realistic. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of uh, movies like this, where mm-hmm. people are trapped in a place and there's someone out to get them, it's just, it goes zero to 11 or to 100, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just stays there. Mm-hmm. But I like how this, like, for some reason, it feels more realistic that there would be moments of moments where they're just completely depleted of energy, yeah, sanity, mm-hmm. um, even motivation to get out of like the adrenaline from fight or flight wore off already, yeah, and they're still just in the green room. So here's the time to get the rest of the pep talk. Yeah, Amber asks Pat to. Tell her what he meant by, we got to do it like paintball. Uh, they have to play pretend, right? Yeah, so, that's what it was. Yeah. I, once uh, we were cowering, we were yeah. hiding behind trees, not trying not to get shot by the Marines, but they were just murdering us. Yeah. Once we stopped taking it so seriously, we yeah. had fun. Yeah, Richard went out there. Guns ablazing. Guns ablazing and killed everyone. Well, not killed, but shot everyone. Um, and they were able to win at least one round of paintball. And so that's when they start to play. It's a really cool, like, turn of being like, how do we do this? We can't play like them. So let's, let's change it up. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they, um, well, first we, uh, check back in on Darcy and the plotting, the scheming. Yeah. Because uh, they got some bodies now. They got Tiger's body, Reese's body, and Sam's body. Poor Reese is still alive, still breathing. True. Yeah. Uh, Darcy decides three is enough, three out of four. Uh, we can go through with the plan. Uh, there's even, like, we still don't know exactly what the plan is, but mm-hmm. he, like, he's so on top of it. Yeah. Like, he even mentions, like, a couple times, like, about the timing. Like, we... It should have already happened or something. Yeah. Or the thing with uh, Reese, he's like, let him bleed out. Yeah, later. We've got time. Yeah, later is better than, than sooner uh, right. for, like, time of death. It's supposed to be dead later. Uh, yeah. It's just so thought out without giving us all the details. Yeah. But they've got three bodies, so they're taking them off the premises to yeah. now stage uh, a crime scene. Yeah. That does not involve them. Yeah. In the midst of this, Gabe earns his... Uh, Gabe gets his laces. He gets, his, he, he gets them, yeah. Those red laces. Mm-hmm. And you can see he's been conflicted this whole time. He hasn't had a a hand in the killing, but, you know, he's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, they send in the, the final wave, pretty much, yeah, right? Two more goons. Two more uh, goons Jonathan to go in there and finish and it Kyle. off. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. There's two two more in there. Mm-hmm. They got the shotgun. They got three shots. Yeah. And Gabe says, that means you got one extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, it's their time to shine, right? Yeah, they're, they're young. So they walk into the room and Pat, is he looks different. He, he looked yeah. like he cut his hair. Yeah. He, he tried yeah. to give himself the skinhead look. Yeah, he... um has sharpie on his face mm-hmm. now has a punk rock uh shaved head yeah you know kind of 
kind of like uh oh my goodness <laughs> you, you bust your hair yeah i had it hiding under a hat this you, whole time you did what a reveal see but i cut my hair oh man this is <laughs> and crazy. i'm dramatic on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> and we were going to record last night but then we didn't so i had to keep it hidden right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's a whole new look for it's Pat a, and yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. I don't have Sharpie all over my face. But, right. Um, um, I got that quarantine haircut. Yes, like quark, me. Cut. Yeah, to buzz my hair too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they walk into the room and they see him and they're confused. Like, who the hell is this? And he has a machete and a coat on like he has the uniform they're on. They're treating it like paintball. Yeah, and so now he's acting crazy. He jumps down into the hole yelling and swinging his uh, yeah. machete, yeah, he, making he, sure he it's lures, banging against things. He lures Jonathan down there yeah. underground into the lab. Kyle yeah. stays above ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Poots... Badass yeah. Amber Poots yes. Imogen. Mm-hmm. She has marker on her face too, just like that war paint on her face. Yeah, she ambushes Kyle. Yeah, the she, way she like sneaks out of the oh, couch. It's so cool. Yeah, because it's, it's so quiet. <laughs> and he doesn't see it coming. And she's uh, got the box cutter mm-hmm. and she slits his throat. Yeah. So that's one down. And he shoots at her. So now he has two shots left. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love how she's just shouting that out. Right. Two shots. They're keeping track. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Pat and Jonathan are uh, having a tossle mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, down underground. Amber gets down there, though. Yeah. Uh, I really like how the sequence is shot. Yeah. Because uh, Pat and Jonathan uh, wrestling on the ground is, like, kind of blurry in the background. Mm-hmm. And we get a close-up on uh, just Poots's hand holding the box cutter. Mm-hmm. And then... Dropping the box cutter in favor mm. of the pistol. Yeah. Picking that up and Choices. Uh, and just completely sneaks up on Jonathan. Two shots to the dome. Yeah. It's great because she could have just like stabbed him or slit his throat again. But now she took her time and she got the gun together and shot him. Yeah. Really kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's kicking ass. She's, she's oh, yeah. the kick ass one. Mm-hmm. Without her, none of them would be alive. And none of them are. <laughs> Uh, now Gabe's got to check in on. Yeah, Gabe what's was cleaning. Happening. He was like heavy cleaning with like a power sprayer and all that. And he walks in and he's kind of just like defeated. He's just like like this mess. He's just looking at this mess and he's just like, I don't want to go to jail. Yeah, he surrenders. Yeah, and so he becomes their hostage. Yeah, they've got Gabe at gunpoint yeah. now. They're going through the woods because everyone else left to go stage the crime scene. Yeah. So uh, they were able to finally leave, mm-hmm. but the van's gone. Yeah. And yeah, so they're just going through the woods yeah. with Gabe at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Gabe tells them that there's this place where they can go get help to call cops, mm-hmm. um, but then they hear these gunshots in the distance. Yeah, they hear Darcy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're staging the crime scene. They're trying to. Uh, we finally see the, the scope of their plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea was these kids were trespassing, yeah. uh, siphoning gas, and mm-hmm. they were on private property and were killed by dogs. Yeah. They have the, the beware of dog sign that they put up. Yeah. Um, Pat can't go along with, with the plan of just going to get the cops because he doesn't know 
if all his friends are dead. And he wants to make sure before he leaves them behind. Right. So he's just like, you guys can go. I'm going to go to the residence. Yeah. Um, and Poots joins him. She doesn't Poots, leave him. Yeah, Poots stays with Pat. Gabe the, and they let Gabe go. To the farm. To yeah. uh, call the police. Yeah. A lot of trust in a man yeah. that escalated this situation. Uh, now, Pat and Poots yeah. uh, get up to the van. Yeah. And Clark, the, the dog, the dog man. Mm-hmm. And um, Alan, another skinhead. Another skinhead. Are there uh, putting their finishing touches on the scene. Yeah. Uh, but Pat. They gets the upper hand. Yeah. They have the upper hand gets now. Gets the gun on them. Yeah. Makes them throw their guns away. Yeah, it's the the moment where he uh, says, throw your gun out. He says, I don't have a gun. And it's like... Uh, I'm going to shoot you whether you throw yeah, one or not. Yeah. Like, it's that classic, you you better shit out a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he does. Yep. Uh, and they kill them. They kill Clark and Alan. Yeah. Two more dead Nazis. They, they kill him for... I mean, they were going to kill him anyway, but I feel like Clark does something and then he gets shot with the shotgun mm. um also uh th- there's this thing happening because the the dogs are so um violent so like aggressive right uh we've been getting shots of a loose dog mm-hmm. like a dog on the loose right. that we think is going to be a threat it's like it's it's like the the shark then you know <laughs> the dog is just walking yeah um but yeah they they take both of them out and Darcy's there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they take Clark out first, and then they take out the other skinhead. Um, and then Darcy does this. What is Darcy doing? What is he? Well, he's got a, a gun in his uh, pocket, in his jacket. Yeah, he just like walks away. He's trying to flee. Yeah, he just turns his back on them, mm-hmm. and he takes out his gun, mm-hmm. and then he gets shot in the back. Yep. And then he turns around, gets a shot off, but it it misses. And they shoot him in the head. Yeah. It's uh it's really like uh they treat it because it is like the final bad guy, the boss. They gotta shoot him like multiple times. Yeah. yeah. And you always gotta get a headshot. <laughs> yeah. That's one the, thing uh, that uh it's the real the boss level, it takes a couple shots to get him down. That's what Scream taught me. They always come back for a final scare. But not if you shoot him in the head. I like when they're coming up on Darcy. Like, uh, Pat, like, doesn't know that, like, they're not, him and Poots aren't really on the same page. Yeah. He's like, are, are we doing that? Are we, I thought we were just going to, like, mess up the crime scene so the, the police know it's not real. Yeah. But Am- Amber says, Poots says, I thought we'd make our own. Yeah. And then, yeah. Kill. Kill, kill, kill. Kill, kill. kill. Gabe, Gabe though, um, Gabe does uh, get the police. He does mm-hmm. call for the police, and that dog that uh, Clark, yeah, that dog that you might have been worried about mm-hmm. actually just nestles up next to Clark. Yeah, dead body. Clark, I think that dog is gonna die too because I think that was the dog that got shot. Yeah, and they shot it with like adrenaline mm. to keep it alive for like right. an hour. Yeah. Uh. So now Pat and Poots. <laughs> Are just boots. sitting on the side of the road waiting for the police. Yeah, just and, slumped. Yeah, just devoid of energy. Yeah. Dawn. Uh-huh. Uh, wait, waiting for the law. 
uh-huh. which isn't very punk rock. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Uh, and then um, Pat says, I know what it is. Yeah. And Pooch says, what? And he says, my Desert Island band. Yeah. Pooch says, tell, tell it to someone who gives a fuck. End of movie. End of movie. We never what get the ending. answer. We never <laughs> she, get she it. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. He should have just said it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Green room. So like, <laughs> they um. They're not really punks in the end. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty punk rock of them to like. They're pushed to their limits. Take it into their own hands at the end, but yeah. yeah. At a certain point, I guess you need the actual law. Uh, you need the police. Yeah, you need the police. Also, how they like change their desert island bands to uh, like pop music. Yeah, I love um, that. Yeah. When it came down to it, it was pop music. It was popular music. Yeah, they're just um, really pushed pushed to the brink. Yeah. And uh, there's no when it's. Uh, that visceral uh, life or death. There's mm-hmm. not really time to uh, put on a facade. Put on a facade. Yeah, yeah. be part of a scene or a, a type or a genre. You're just a, a person. Yeah. Uh, I just think that's interesting. Yeah. Like their their whole interview in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't talk about Tad. We do get some shots at the end. We see he's cleaning. The fates of a uh, worm is uh killed yeah he's overdosed he's a needle in his arm mm-hmm. so they staged an overdose yeah and tad uh is at home but there's people outside are there yeah oh i didn't even notice that i just, just thought that they showed him cleaning expecting his cousin and his girl that were never gonna come but there were people outside his house i think so, so. okay think so that makes sense because they're they were closing all the loose ends mm-hmm. yeah yeah green room yeah it's highly hardcore en- hardcore highly enjoy- enjoyable so tense yeah and like the whole plan with staging the the crime scene like it's pretty simple yeah we just move the van off our property yeah put up this sign about the dogs mm-hmm. but the way that they tease it out throughout the the runtime yeah uh uh, it's just really smart. I don't mm-hmm. know. They keep it vague but engaging. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not really sure how. Yeah. Coming up with the plan to stage a murder really quickly is like just uh, interesting and intense idea. Because you, I don't know, you just have to be, have to be ba- like, I want to say bad, but like, yeah. Yeah. You just have to be so diabolical. You just get to see these people be diabolical really quickly. You know, these people just came to play a music show and now someone's planning their murder <laughs> while they're stuck in a room. Mm. All right. Should I ask the question? Ask the question. What's your Desert Island band? Ooh. <laughs> you thought I was asking the other question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so my Desert Island band... Would gun be, to your head was your gun to my head. head. Not it, your not your uh your poser choice. I feel like in my it's not a, even a point. It's just like what I would say is I would say it would be NERD. Mm. Would be like I could just be on the desert. I listen to them. What about? I wonder you? if you could like say Pharrell and then have his whole. Ooh, like, if I could, yeah, yeah, because like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. really want to go for oof 
Ove. Whoever has just uh, mm-hmm. the, the most. The most. Right? Be like, can I get his beats too? Can I get production yeah. as well? Yeah. Um, probably because I, I was just talking about it, but I'll go Beatles. They Beatles. Have, they have so much and so, uh, so many different evolutions. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say Beatles. I don't know. I need a gun to my head to. Uh, I guess I'm more of a pat than a. Right. <laughs> than a tiger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Hall of Newts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should I ask the other question? Yeah. What's the other question? Is Green Room a movie or a film? Hmm. Do you have an answer? Um, I think it's a movie. I was leaning more towards a movie as well. I think it's a it's a punk song in the in the shape of a movie, yeah. <laughs> or a movie in the shape of a, of a punk song. I don't know. It's uh, it's killer. It's killer. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say movie. It's as really well. entertaining. Really visceral. Yeah. <laughs> At times, fun. It's very fun. Yeah. I think that's the most interesting thing about it. It's just how fun it is. And it just has it's, it's, a I mean, lot it's of really energy. fucked up. It's really fucked up, but mm-hmm. it's also like really fun. Mm-hmm. High watch. stakes. Yeah. How are we going to raise the stakes? I don't know. I don't know. For <laughs> See, I wish I wish we could tell you guys what we were going to do next because we had it planned, but it might be different now that we have five, five pitchers. Well, I was already do. thinking about next week. It, there's an argument that Green Room has higher stakes than the one we're doing next week. Mm-hmm. So, but I think I can make the argument for why next week's is higher stakes. But right. uh, you, listener, will just have to tune in. And First, uh, you know, check us out on social. We are social media active. Mm-hmm. We're, I guess, we're pro digital. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at Movie Film Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. MoviefilmPod at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe, and tune in next week. The movie. Movie. Film. Film. That was punk. That was very punk. And also very loud. I'm sorry for your ears if that hurts you. That wasn't very Nazi punk. punks fuck off. Fuck off.